My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning, folks. I have no idea if you can hear me or not. Uh, welcome to Traveling the Cruise Industry News. You know, I've been having Wi-Fi issues this entire cruise. And again, this morning where I've been able to get on my phone at the last minute, Now my phone and so I know the signal is not going to be good on the computer from Sarah's on a sea day as we're heading back to Tampa. Today, folks, is National Chocolate Day. So you know what to do with that. Go out and have some chocolate. If you're listening via the podcast, uh, welcome aboard. Uh, I was able finally yesterday afternoon to get the uh, two shows posted uh, on the podcast network. I could not, however, access my blog to post them on the blog. So if you missed the shows on the podcast yesterday or the day before, just search for them and wanted from one of the big guys, you know, Podchaser or Pandora or uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, any of them. Just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News and up pops the fat travel guy. Anytime I post pictures or clips from cruises, 
uh, like I am this morning and you're listening by the podcast and want to hop over to the video feed, there's always a link in the description so you can do just that. So let's see. I'm going to see if anybody is saying they can't hear me or can't hear me. Poor picture breaking up, Mike says. Yep, I realized that. Oh, it's like a bad hair. Well, it wasn't a bad hair day until I ripped my headset off and back on a couple times here. Uh, I have no idea what what happened with the phone. That signal has been good this whole trip, and yet now I can't get the phone to load at all, which is mind-boggling. So uh, it, it's just been it's just been one of those uh, those trips, I guess, folks. So. Uh, at any rate, all right. So most of you know that I was uh, in Cozumel yesterday and spent some time with the lovely Elizabeth Stern, who was on location. Uh, in case you missed the post on Facebook, uh, that is me in the Poncho's backyard. Come on now. Yeah, there it is. That's Poncho's backyard. And that, folks, believe it or not, is a pina colada. And when I say a pina colada, I literally, to take a sip, I had to grab it with both hands. I was just, I was struggling to hold it up with one hand. Uh, it, that was like a five or six shot drink. It was just absolutely something else. Yeah, there, there's Look at the size of that puppy. It was good, too. I might have another one when I'm there next week. That's where we end up going. I have to talk to Cindy Lee about that one. And uh, this, of course, is the uh, lovely Elizabeth. Come on, pictures change. There we go. And then this is uh, both of us after lunch. I was... uh, I was actually guarding her as she was returning some jewelry uh, to one of her clients that she had used for a show. And she had uh, she had more money in her pockets, jewelry, worth of jewelry in her pocket than I've probably ever made in my life. So I always just gave her a backup and she returned it. Uh, but anyway. Uh, and I would never give away any secrets uh, yeah, at all, but yeah, wouldn't she look lovely with a koala around their neck? Or maybe trying to lasso a kangaroo? I'm not going to give any secrets away. Maybe a New Year's Eve live stream from in front of the Opera House in Sydney. All right, guys, I'll be back with today's news after a break from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. 
I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. All right, let's see what we got here. Get this started. All right, the lead story today, Virgin Voyages, is the latest cruise line to drop all the vaccine and testing requirements. Virgin has been among the first cruise lines to adjust requirements with the change in protocols for different destinations. But now the line has ended its last remaining travel restrictions. The most recent update in mid-September dropped vaccine mandates, but still required unvaccinated guests to provide negative tests prior to sailing. Now, Virgin Voyages' Voyage Well requirements state, in keeping in line with the rest of the travel industry, we've removed all vaccine and testing requirements beginning October 30th on the Valent Lady and October 28th on Scarlet Lady. This means that no guests regardless of vaccination status, must undergo a pre-cruise test. The cruise line does reserve the right, however, to test guests and their traveling companions at embarkation or during the cruise if they exhibit signs of illness. The fees for such testing will be taken uh, care of by the uh, Virgin Voyages. That one kind of surprised me. Scarlet Lady is currently homeported in Miami, Valent Lady is in the midst of her first transatlantic crossing from Barcelona to Miami. Will arrive in Florida on the 30th. She will uh, begin offering six to eight night Caribbean cruises. Valent Lady will return to Europe in April of 2023 to home port in Barcelona, while Scarlet Lady will return to Miami until the spring of 2024. Valent Lady is in the midst of her first transatlantic crossing, as I said, that will be up shortly. Phenomenal response and interest in Icon of the Seas has led to the biggest single-day booking record in Royal Caribbean history. Public books opened on Tuesday, just five days after new details of the ship were revealed including many of its unparalleled features. Cruise Line's loyal passengers, members of the Crown and Anchor Society Loyalty Program, of which I am one, actually had the opportunity to book the day before on Monday, the 24th. But it's Tuesday's bookings that have surpassed the Cruise Line's records and is sure to be the first of many records the new Icon-class vessel 
Will Wright. Next story. To reach the goal set out for a near net carbon zero fleet in 2050, Carnival Corporation has been rolling out several initiatives that will make its fleet more environmentally friendly. The cruise company announced another new system yesterday, innovative air lubrication systems. Four cruise ships already have the technology and Carnival Corporation is currently underway with installation on five more with plans for 10 more to be outfitted soon. Air lubrication system is a technology that's been around for some time now and is already operational on several cruise ships worldwide. The system generates a cushion of air bubbles under the hull, which reduces the drag through the water approximately 5% and reducing the fuel needed to power the cruise ship. Bubbles? Sweet. And you ladies thought that was just with champagne. No, man, that's going to save the fuel on the, on the boat. The system was first installed on Aida Prima in 2016 and proved successful enough for Carnival Corporation to install it on more vessels. The system is now operational on four ships sailing for Aida and Princess. Bubbles. Wow. <coughs> Excuse me. That one was a bit of a surprise. Taranto, a coastal city in southern Italy, will now become a new port of call for Costa Cruises with 19 calls scheduled on Saturdays from June 3rd to October 7th in 2023. It's accessible through the Flight Plus Cruise Package option. Beginning in June, the cruise line's 3,780 guest Costa Pacifica will be in Toronto, Toronto weekly as part of an itinerary that visits the Greek islands. place that I need to go. Never been to Toronto. Sun Princess, which will debut in 2024, is the largest ever ship from Princess Cruises and will spend her inaugural season offering Mediterranean itineraries to various links and departure points. Eager travelers will have opportunity to experience the new innovative vessel and see for themselves just how it will redefine Princess Cruises. The initial sailing of the new ship will begin on February the 8th, 2024. It will include ports of call in Spain, Italy, Greece, and Turkey. Sun Princess will remain in the Mediterranean for a full season in Europe, offering seven to 23 night itineraries from multiple ports, including Barcelona, Rome, Athens, and Southampton. Bookings are now open for the new ship's first three sailings, while the remainder of the Sun Princess inaugural season itineraries will be on sale starting November the 9th. The Sun Princess folks will probably be just an, a lovely new ship. But unfortunately for the Sun Princess, it's going to always be competing with Icon on the Seas. 
And I'm, you know, I'm afraid Royal Caribbean might have a step up to on some princess. So she's always going to be like a second cousin or something, you know? I mean, I'm, I'm not, I certainly hope Sun Princess does well. It's, the newer ships from Princess have been marvelous. So, man, I'd hate to, I'd hate to be in the Sun Princess shoes. <laughs> to know I'm going to be competing constantly against Stockholm in the seas. That's just my opinion, of course. Earlier in the week, I complained to Carnival for more transparency over the decision to pull out of San Juan on some sailings in the Mardi Gras. I was not the only one. And it stimulated a round of wild speculation as to why most with very little factual basis that Mardi Gras won't be going to San Juan on some of its cruises. Yesterday, port officials from San Juan weighed in. According to the local authorities, the changes have been made as a cost-saving exercise. Instead of sailing to San Juan, Carnival has opted for ports near to the cruise home port of Port Canaveral. I must admit, I have almost as much faith in the, as that explanation as I do in Martians landing and controlling the minds of San Juan officials. Come on, Colonel, end this ridiculous speculation. I can't believe that you're changing a bunch of ports of call to save gas money. Uh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, you need to straighten it out, Colonel. Like I said, tell us why. You know, we can take the changes, but it would be nice to know why the changes are being made. Yeah, here's one I wish I was on, folks. Aida Mar has set sail from Hamburg on her first 117-day world cruise. Captain Felix Roth gave the guests and crew on board a special start to the round-the-world voyage with a lap of honor and a spectacular turning maneuver in front of Hamburg's concert hall. Aida Mar returns to Hamburg February 20th of 2023. Cruise Line will also offer another 117-day world uh, sailing on Aida Sol uh, during the 2024-25 season. Bookings are now open with rates beginning at 14,445 euros per person based on double occupancy including a $3,000, a 3,000 euro early bird plus discount for bookings made in April 30th, made by April 30th, 2024. Wow. Didn't mean to stumble over the euros, folks, as opposed to dollars. Because when you're doing stories in Europe, in the middle of the show that's here in the States, and I'm American, obviously, I get confused flipping back and forth between euros and dollars, kilometers to feet, all this, whatever. So, <laughs> my brain doesn't work that way. What brain? I know. I heard John here, Tom, and Jason. What brain? Yeah, I know. All right. 
Norwegian. We didn't talk about Norwegian today, so we've got to talk about them at least once. The Norwegian Prima made her inaugural sailing from Galveston. Beginning in the winter season of 2023, she'll home port out of Galveston, offering seven-day voyages to the Western Caribbean. Congratulations to the Prima crew and the Norwegian for getting that new ship to Galveston. I'm going to have to get back to Galveston again. That was, uh, I did the adventure of the seas out of there. Loved it. That was a good, good uh, entrance. Now, there's the captain making his announcements this morning. So, of course, this is um, uh, this is sea day for us. We go into Tampa tomorrow. Um, again, my apologies, especially to the folks listening to the podcast. Um, I know that this broadcast was awful. My phone still, folks, is not reloaded. See, it says, I don't know if you can see that. Entering the studio, that's as far as it got. So, I apologize for the poor quality of the show today. Hopefully, I can get get the podcast at least loaded. Guys, I'm going to try. Uh, it would be nice if I could get on my blog so I can promote the podcast and not count entirely on the big network, guys. We're going to see. All right, I'm sure everybody's fussing at me about the signal. Let's see who's over there in the chat room. Kenneth's with us. Hi, Kenneth. I'm Pennsylvania. Do you have a hangover from partying yesterday with Elizabeth? Actually, no. I had that that one big pina colada. And then with lunch, by the way, I had quesadillas, chick, uh, quesadillas. Uh, of course, that's Pancho's is a, a traditional Mexican restaurant. Uh, a real Mexican, not, not a Tex-Mex, not a Americanized a Mexican version. That's a real Mexican joint. Uh, I do enjoy it. I like the people there. Uh, they've got a uh, couple people playing the marimbas in the background all the time, which is always enjoyable. Uh, the food's good. Obviously, the drinks are good. That, that pina colada, that may be the biggest pina colada I've ever drunk before. I've had some big drinks, but I'm telling you guys, I had both hands to lift that sucker up. It was, it was heavy. It had to be four or five shots uh, of liquor. That so I had that and, and ate and I did not had a diet, had a couple of diet Cokes while I was sitting there chatting with you know, Elizabeth and I get together. It's not going to be 15 minute lunch. So we chatted, and then, then uh, I had a. She wanted one more glass of wine, and I said, "Okay, I'll have a bourbon." So I had one, one bourbon before I left, uh, and then came back to the ship. It's about from where we were docked. Uh, it's a, I'm thinking it's like six tenths of a mile, maybe seven tenths of a mile. Uh, so it was a pretty good roll, uh, but where a couple of the ramps on the sidewalks were kind of bumpy and cracked up and stuff. They've all been repaired since I made that roll the last time. So there's now nice little ramps. So the accessibility between that dock and punches is terrific. Of course, you got to go through 97 people trying to sell you stuff, but that's okay. I, I can appreciate that. 
Um, when I'm in there next week with Cindy and the Hubster, uh, we're going to be actually at the dock right at uh, Ponches. So uh, while I'll see what Cindy says, I, I mean, I just assume go there as any place. Uh, the only other place that I like to go is, is the No Name Bar, but that's all the way down at the other end of town, and I have to get a uh, accessible cab. And, so, Ponches is terrific. If that's okay with you guys, Cindy, I'll, I'll certainly set it up and go there. Hot Air Tom is with us. How your Cindy is uh, feeling better, Hot Air. Mike's with us. Uh, Hot Air says, uh, Kenneth, uh, more important, did Chili keep the wheels on the scooter on the ground? No backflips, no accidents, Hot Air Tom. I didn't run into anybody. I didn't slip the scooter. Nothing. All went well yesterday, Hot Air Tom. Hot Air Tom was with me when I was in St. Thomas. Flipped the scooter on my head. Of course, the other time I flipped the scooter on my head, on my head, Elizabeth was with me. So I only do it when I've got witnesses. Hi, Dennis. Good to see you again. Mike said me. I saw that Mike poor picture breaking up. Yeah, I apologize, guys. I wish I could do something about it. I really do. Robert Lambs with us. Good morning, Robert. Joanne's here. Hello from the Celebrity Beyond. Wow, sweet. You tell Captain Kate, the old fat travel guy, said to say hi. You see her. I just love her to death. I, she's fantastic. Looks like a bad hair day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. It's been I went. I did the Sea uh, Day brunch this morning, and I was afraid I was going to run out of time. But I got up here where I've been doing the shows in the pub, uh, which unfortunately, and you can tell from the quality, that's the best place I found for a signal in some ship. And literally, I have been all over this ship. It was doing so well on my phone. I don't know what happened to the phone signal this morning. Uh, can you set your video resolution lower to help with uploading? No, I can't. Um, it, that is, nothing has, has helped. And then even like my blog, which is, you know, uh, my accessadventure.net, I can't even get it to load at all. Nothing. Zero. So, not, not only... Can I not load stuff? I can't get on it. This one's this one's been weird. So now Hot Air asked if uh, Joanne got a chance to meet Captain Kate. There's Cindy. Hi, Cindy Lee. Sounds okay since podcast chat. Well, that's helpful at least. She's not the official captain. She will be when it gets christened 11 for Oh, she's still on her vacation. Okay. I thought she was back. 
Yeah, that's right. She was on her, her top. She was on, I know she was at home for a while. I follow her posts all the time. And then I saw that she and the husband were back in in Europe. So I assumed that she was going to get on for the transatlantic, but I guess not. Or Pittsburgh Jason. I was talking about you last night, Pittsburgh Jason. He says it's getting better now. But I will fangirl if I do. I don't blame you. You know, she's she's just terrific. I you know, I follow all her stuff all the time. She posts on Instagram constantly. That seems to be her favorite spot. Rich is with us. How is Ponche's backyard? I love it. I really do. I love to get the uh, uh, carne asada with a bottle of Coca-Cola when I go there. Carne asada. I didn't. I saw that on the menu. I didn't even really think about that. Uh, yeah, I like that. I'll, uh, maybe I'll try that next time. Uh, and then Elizabeth. Some of you, you know, don't know Elizabeth like I know her, but Elizabeth is actually vegan, and she gets um, gazpacho, and then doctors end up with some really hot sauce. I mean, I, I stuck my fork in it just to get a, a wee little taste and put it on, uh, you know, rubbed it on one one a bite of my of my quesadilla and it brought tears to my eyes. I mean, that's, I like spicy, but I don't like spicy that much. <laughs> um, but yeah, I might try the carne asada. That, that's not a bad idea. Uh, and yes, I know they have uh, bottles of Coca-Cola there. I'm not a Coca-Cola guy, even in the bottles. I'm a Diet Coke guy. I'm addicted to diet coke, and it comes in a can. Um, uh, Rich wants to know how uh, Cindy's feeling. Dennis says that's fantastic news. Now you can cruise uh, maskless with typhoid Mary's on board. Isn't that wonderful? Well. I, I admit it's it, it's been delightful having a crew. And ninety percent of the crew on this ship have been done away with the masks. Now they can they can still wear them if they would like. Uh, but I bet out of I'm not sure what our total population of sailing is. I never checked on that. But I would say ninety. Five percent are going maskless. Of course, I've been comfortable maskless on on ships for a long time, uh, but it's nice to be with crew now. Because even after the rules changed for crew, the couple ships that I was on, which was of course Norwegian Sky Chains, while I was on that, and then uh, Symphony, the majority of the crews kept the masks on. I was really surprised. But this ship is mostly, they're all mostly masters now. Blaine's with us. Hi, Blaine. Blaine just got back from, from a cruise down there. And he was down in the Southern Caribbean, ABC Islands, which are, I love the ABCs. 
that says, glad she's home, Tom. I wish her speedy recovery. The family the best throughout. Totally agree, Rich. Lane says, hey, hey, this hot air. Come on, everybody. Huge thumbs up for properly. <laughs> well, you're my coach, Dennis. Can't compare Princess, Princess with Royal Caribbean. You know, no, you can't. Um, it's just the timing of a brand new ship, you know. And uh, she's going to be competing against Doctor on season, no matter what happens. So that's going to be a tough way to go. I'm thinking for that. I'm, I'm, I hope she does just as well as the, the last new ship that came out with Princess, which been, has been a Really pleasant surprise to everybody in sailed on I think. It's been a really nice ship so far. Uh, this is that's exactly what I thought when they replaced Sound One with the Bahamas fuel savings. I don't know. That just doesn't that, that just doesn't equate to me. If that was the truth, I hear me. Here's my position on this. I'm not going to argue with you, but still, they they made the change on 21 out of like 40 cruises that were stopping in San Juan. If you're going to save money, then why not change all of them and take San Juan off the table altogether and just go for an extra day at Coco Cay. So that's why fuel savings and you cut out of port. Uh, maybe of course, then who would have thought bubbles would make a go sell cheaper? Double the bubbles and give us a dollar off the passage. Uh, Chili with Carnival's explanation. They may soon only start sailing itineraries based on ocean currents. <coughs> yeah. That's a good one. Uh, like I say, folks, I'm not sick. This cough is that's from that stupid uh, inhaler that I have to do every morning now. And it is done. I mean, even though I, I occasionally have to cough like that. Yesterday, of course, I got up at ridiculously, uh, a ridiculous hour because I was so confused over the time change. That's a whole nother story. We'll go into another day. Uh, but anyway, so I was up at three o'clock in the morning on yesterday, which was ridiculous. Um, but after I got up and got, you know, cleaned up in the cabin there, I took the oxygen off maybe six o'clock or something. And I was working. porch uh, and worked on the show and then packed everything up because this soon it wasn't any good out there either and came down here to do the show yesterday I did the show um, I went upstairs I dropped everything off I went down to get off the ship I rolled down to to uh, Ponches I was probably down there three hours or so came back to my cabin, 
I never used oxygen. And all that time. And with all that, I mean, I, yeah, I'm not up walking around much. I did not went to the bathroom, you know. I never turned my oxygen, my portable oxygen at on after I took, took the one off in the cabin early in the morning. So this stuff that's making me cough is doing something for the breathing because, yeah, I'm doing a lot better. I can go a lot longer with that. But yeah, still, if I exert, if I walk, I get out of breath. But I'm, you know, I'm going a whole lot longer than I don't have to use it. You know, I thought I was doing really good to work up to a couple hours and do the show without having it on. And then as soon as the show was over with, I put it on when I was at home. Just without thinking. Well, yeah, yesterday, I was a long time, probably 10, 11 hours before. It might have been longer than that. No, I might have. Yesterday afternoon, after I got back on the ship, I probably put it on for a little while, just not really because I needed it, just because I was in the room working a little bit and just put it on. So anyway, it's doing its job. So anything that makes me better, that's great. Uh, this is laughing at that one too. I thought that was a, that was a good line. I also hear that San Juan Pier repairs only allow one mega ship to dock and the Mardi Gras only canceled every other week. Yeah, well, that's one of those speculation things, Tom. And, you know, that could be as right as the gas savings. You know, they want to, they want to pass up a filling station every other cruise. I don't know. My whole point in all that is, come on, Carnival, tell us why. We're reasonable people. Well, understand, and if you want it to, to save five dollars worth of fuel, okay, I can buy that. But they need to say something. They need to tell us why they make these. And all, all the cruise lines do it. You know, they make these changes and never tell us why. You know, we're big boys and girls. We can we can take it. You know, just let us know. I mean, we took all the changes during the pandemic, and I don't think we've lost many cruisers. We might have lost some along the line, but not many. Just tell us why, guys. Good heavens. Request a, request a refund from Royal Caribbean for poor internet. I already have. I'm sure they're going to tell me to because I have used it, even though it hasn't been good. But man, it is nothing like the other ships that I've been on. Jason says, maybe there's a better spot on the ship for the Wi-Fi. You should go around and do speed. I have been testing it literally everywhere I've been on the ship. This is the best I found. And no, I don't do speed tests. I go from the signal, signal strength. And, uh, you know, and I literally, I've, I've tried it. And, and the, one of the worst places was right at the in the Wi-Fi office thing, you know, where they got all the computers set up for people that don't bring a computer with them. That was the worst spot on the whole ship. 
tells me that there's something wrong when on my phone it says I'm in Alaska. So they got something that's not set right. But anyway, again, folks, I apologize for the signal. It's only going to last. This is, this is it, you know, because I have not been able to do any live streaming anywhere on the ship. I've tried to stream with uh, StreamYard. I've tried doing Facebook Lives. I can't get more than 10 seconds without blanking out. Cindy says, I'm on uh, the MG the week they, uh, oh, the Mardi Gras the week they can go to San Juan. Glad about that. Oh, well, you see, that's one of those. They, they changed every other week or however they did it. Uh, I just want to know why. See, I mean, I'm glad you get, get to go. <laughs> but tell us why, you know, the poor schmucks next week after you're there can't go. You know? Did you part in uh, port in San Miguel, Cozumel, or the other port outside of town near the beach clubs? Uh, I'm down where the two docks are. Uh, the carnival uh, is it? I can't ever remember the names of them, Dennis. But uh, the carnival dock is the one that goes right into Poncho's. Yeah, that the complex where Poncho's backyard is, and then. The Royal Caribbean dock, the pier, is the one that goes right into uh, like Senior Frogs and Margaritaville, uh, which is like three blocks up from from the other one. And then there's the single dock that's down in the center of town. Um, that was that a Disney ship out yesterday. So there was there was five ships in town yesterday. So that was a you know, it's pretty crowded. Um, Ponchos works for me. I checked out their menu. It looks great. You can set it up. Yeah, all I got is that my setting up is to Elizabeth. Uh, meet me and Ponchos again, darling. She'll be there. Uh, she's got all kinds of friends down there, and she I mean, she's a nutcase. She walks all over Cozumel, which is she said, well, I was running a little yesterday, late yesterday. I only walked halfway and then took a cab. Okay. Robert says, man, getting to see and hear you from you while you're actually on one of your cruises is seriously next level for me. So it makes me want to take another one very soon. Absolutely do it. I mean, I love... I, I love everything about this ship. There's two things that I found that I don't like about Serenade and Seas. Well, number one, it's an older ship. It's a small ship. Actually, from an accessibility standpoint, I, I can't wait to actually be able to work on my accessibility report on this ship. Because it's pretty good for an older ship. A lot better than I expected it to be. Uh, they have all automatic doors uh, on all the public restrooms. My cabin door is automatic. In and out, uh, so I don't have to have any of the problems with dealing with doors. Of course, the swimming pools are the same as all the swimming pools. They have lift chairs if somebody really wants to use them. 
uh, but there's only at the uh, solarium pool, which is actually a ramp to a little different level around the pool. The main pool, you know, if you can get the scooter in close enough and transfer onto the bench and then be able to flip your legs over into the water, but then it's not into deep water, it's into shallow water, so then you have to be able to stand up and walk through the shallow water to get to the deep water to get actually in the water. So just, that, that's, and that's that way on most ships. Very few ships actually have the accessibility for handicapped folks to get in and out of the pool without a big hassle. But other than that, there's actually, and I don't count that as something that I'm upset about, because that's everywhere. The two things that I'm upset about, one is the Wi-Fi, obviously. And the other one, you guys know that I get a drink package, you know, not a drink drink, but a Diet Coke package. And you, you get the cup like you do on all the other Royal Caribbean ships in the first day. Every other ship that I've been on uh, with Royal Caribbean has the Coke machines. You know, at least in two locations, sometimes three locations on the ship. <laughs> Which, um, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> Which I'm free to go use. So you got a, a Coke machine that's unscrewed the top, put it in, punch Diet Coke, fills the cup up, done. There's no Coke machines here. Now I can go to any bar on the ship and, and the, the bartenders will I gladly fill up my Diet Coke, but I hate doing that. I hate taking their time when I know that their real job is to take care of mixing drinks for people. So I'm just, it's not them that's upset about it. It's me that's upset about it. Just, you know, I can go get a Diet Coke on my own anytime I want it. So, but I can go to any bar. And it's just, it's not any, it's any different for me. It's just that I feel bad that I'm taking up bartender's time so that I don't have to take it. But yeah, Robert, I uh, I love doing this from a ship, even though I know the signal sucks. And I, I apologize for that. I apologize for not being able to get on my blog, but I just think things like sometimes you can't control everything. Ah, Captain Kate is on board. I see, I thought she was on the ship, but she's not working. That's what it is. She's a passenger on this one. She was in the transatlantic to command when it was in Cape Liberty. Ah, okay. Now vacation 1026, the bacon. And command 11, four to eight, okay. Joanne, I heard Captain Sandy from Below Deck Med is on the ship also. Robert show. Okay. How close to capacity is your I think we're three or four hundred below. Um, I mean it's not you know, it's not short short, but you know, it's yeah, a little below cap capacity. I'm excited to see some comp content from your cruise with Cindy. Well, I hope, I hope I've got better signals so I can post stuff. I tried posting a, a short 
uh, yesterday when I was able to actually get, you know, the podcast, two podcasts up the network. Oh, let me try this now. Couldn't upload. Couldn't get on my blog. Um, Joanne says, no idea if that is true. Okay. All right, yo, yo, Brooklyn, Eddie, you're late. Good to see you, Eddie. Eddie says, good morning to everybody. It's all about the profit margin, Mr. Chili Gas is fuel, that's all. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I can understand that explanation. I'd understand it better if it was on all of them. Okay, you, you do that for all the cruises with the sound to save the fuel. Why do it on one and not the next one? I don't know. That's that's just that's the fearest in me. That that just doesn't sound you know feasible to me. I would buy that explanation if they did it on all. I would. But then again, they're not. Carnival's not saying any explanation, and it's all speculation from people that are like me that know absolutely nothing. To the San Juan people, you know, they're just trying to make themselves look good because they had a big ship canceling out. Well, they don't want to take the blame for that if it's something that San Juan's doing, like building the port. And there's several other things about you know, they only can have one ship. And, and you know, who knows? Carnival could take care of it in, you know, one little press release. The reason we're not taking the Mardi Gras on those 21 destinations is because of the Martians taking over. Whatever the case is, tell us. Royal Caribbean's Zoom internet service is one of the best rated. I know it is. And I've been on How many Royal Caribbean ships have I been on this year? Seven, eight? Um, I've never had this problem on any of them. Sure, you'd have you'd have areas where you'd lose the signal. I can understand that. But not all the time, every day. So uh, they've they just they've got something in the inner workings of that system that's just not tuned up right or something. Jason says, "Laugh out loud." It says you're in Alaska, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I checked. I checked the weather and it said Fairbanks, Alaska. What the hell is this? Uh, and he says, "Coming in through okay for me." Well, that's that's terrific. The voyage show didn't start out that way. I couldn't get the, you know, the, the first part of it up at all, and then I couldn't get I couldn't get the phone to load at all today, and it had loaded earlier. So, I, but yeah, I think I've probably gotten through the show a lot better than I expected, even though I know it's gone out and you got some. And he was, oh, that's right. You did say that. You said that uh, yesterday or the day before you had a doctor's appointment today. 
Yeah, well, I hope that all went well, Eddie. All right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. That's going to wrap me up for the weekend. I will next talk to you guys. And oh, if something major happens, I'll do a special show. Uh, but I will probably, I'm going to stay with my nephew um, in, uh, I never can remember the name of that town. It's over on the east side of the state. Um, it's north of West Palm. It's about 30 minutes from, from West Palm where I go to get on Margaritaville and Express. But I'm going to stay with my nephew and niece uh, for a couple nights. And I then go down and try out uh, Mr. Buffett's uh, boat and see how that one is. And then I come back over to Tampa and meet Cindy on um, November the 5th for the Carnival Paradise Cruise. So uh, we will take care of that. And by the way, Jason, if you're still with me, there is no pizza on this ship. There is some pizza in the buffet. And... Um, I tried it, and it was nowhere near like uh, shrimp tops. So I didn't even bother doing a, a pizza uh, review. It wasn't worth chewing on the air. <laughs> so uh, there's going to be no pizza review here because they don't have a pizza shop. There's not a pizza joint on board. Just in the buffet. So, All right, guys. That's going to wrap me up for today. I'll see you on Monday for Monday Travel and Cruise Industry News. And uh, continue on with this adventure. As always, guys, stay safe, stay healthy, think about cruising, and hopefully one day soon we'll all get together on the high seas. This is Chili, the old fat travel guy. Have a fantastic day, y'all. Later, y'all. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.